Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from a throwaway account. It says, am I the asshole? Because I told my fiance that academic work-related disappointments are a product of our own choices. I, 29 male, I've been with my fiance, 29 female, for around 15 years. We are pretty much inseparable in every aspect, except for when it comes to academic dedication and career planning and development. I grew up poor, so my only goal growing up was to have a financial security. This naturally led me to always being hungry for academic achievements. My fiance's family did not have any financial troubles. She was always a party goer, so she never wanted to utilize her potential. She always said that your whole life is not about studying. You should have fun while you are young. And I really try to match up that lifestyle. We'd spend days doing stuff together, doing whatever she felt like doing. This, as exhaustive as it was, I was running on less than four hours of sleep, kept her happy, and I was having fun with her, so I didn't mind. There'd come a time where I declined going out or doing stuff for prolonged amounts of time, usually while Rushing deadlines were quickly approaching and I was becoming overwhelmed and she'd get irritated. I even tried to arrange study days, but that failed miserably because she'd always do the bare minimum and then move on, which was considerably faster than what I was able to do. This became an everyday reason to fight. I've completed all my degrees, including masters, with the highest distinction. I've landed a high paying job and I mainly work from home. You can say that I achieved my goal, and it took a lot of crying to get there, and I'm not ashamed to admit it. She, on the other hand, never got accepted for masters, graduated late, did not get to work in her own field, and struggled to make ends meet on her own to cover our own half of the bills. I've been trying to be comforting, offer her solutions, and reassure her that I don't mind covering up for us, because I truly love her and I know she'd do the same for me. For the past couple of weeks, she had been blaming everyone for the impasse she has hit. Her teachers for her bad grades, employers for requiring prior relevant work experience, which she has none. Her friends for tempting her to go out. Her parents for not giving her their will slash sustaining her. They are both like mid-50s. And me for not pressuring her to study enough. I usually shrug it off, understand that she is just frustrated and disappointed and try to be a good boyfriend for her. Lately, she is also nagging me for not spending time with her. We spend every day afternoon together after my shift. So, in the culmination of a series of intense discussions, I told her she is the sole person responsible for her current situation and that she wasted her potential and ultimately rendered herself below average, now facing the consequences. She called me an ass and left the house. It's been eating away at me since. Am I the asshole? And we'll start off with Love Light, who says, not the arsehole. I wouldn't say that she wasted her, her potential per se. However, she should not be blaming everyone else for her problems. That's just unrealistic. There are a lot of people who change their minds about possible careers, work in one field for 20 years and decide to do something else, etc. There's no shame in her trying to make these decisions now. 
but she needs to take responsibility that she waited until now to do so. That is no one's fault but hers, and it's nice that she has someone like you to support and comfort her. Extinct says, not the asshole, this is a case of shoot the messenger. You could have softened the message, but I get that you're tired of her blaming everyone but yourself. If she wants to improve, she needs to get the message and get some self-determination. Just make sure she knows your supporter if she actually tries to make things better. Intelligent Apple says, not the asshole, but also, dude, she's only 29. She's still got time to reinvent herself given the average US lifespan. I was a late start student. Most of my siblings took a well-trodden path and went to college right after high school. One joined the military, but I went and got married. Then I started community college when I was 27, so my kid could be in free daycare program they offered. I finished my AA when I was 29, my BA when I was 34, and my MA when I was 42, after my kid graduated high school. I worked part-time and studied hard the whole time. I found a career I loved. Along the way, I found many mentors. One of my professors had started out working in the post office, then gone to college in their 30s and became a professor in their 40s. They became dean after I met them. A lot of my inspirations and mentors reinvented themselves and found new careers in their 30s and 40s. You're never too old to decide what your future will look like. Your girlfriend can still change her narrative if she decides to. Laffy says everyone sucks here. Yes, she shouldn't be playing the blame game. That's obnoxious. However, you are not the hot shit you think you are. You called your fiancé below average. Your fiancé. You called the woman you supposedly love and want to marry below average. That's disgusting. Also, if you truly think that's the case, why are you going to marry someone you consider to be so far beneath you? OP responds to that and says, just wanted to point out, not defend myself, just make things clearer, that I never considered myself to be hot shit. My fiancé is way more gifted than me. I never was the smart kid. I got here only through hard work and struggle because I had no real talent. So, no, I don't consider myself to be superior to her or anyone in any way. What I mean with her being below average was in career development and academics, not her whole life. So if it came out wrong, I originally wrote this text right after the fight, so I was not especially cool-headed. An anxious RxOP says, Info, do you think you should get married? You seem like very different people. You don't seem to like the same things. You don't seem to communicate well. OP says, this is a troubling matter, I'm not going to lie. Because on the one hand, I feel that this reoccurring problem is going to haunt our relationship in a variety of ways in the future. But on the other hand, she is quite perfect in every single other aspect. And we have tons of fun together. Until she has those outbursts. I never bring it up because I don't want to provoke a fight. She just starts talking about it and it always ends up in a fight. So OP does decide to update the post and they said, Hi all. I took your feedback in, understood that my phrasing was largely misguided and stood my ground more firmly against my fiancé's accusations while maintaining empathy to the best of my ability. I want to clarify that my previous post wasn't meant to judge others' journey. And I don't criticize anyone based on their academic success. It was specific to the situation presented and my phrasing was evidently poorly chosen. My mistakenly more abruptly phrased point was that she could have made it in college but didn't wish to. And while that's okay and completely up to her, she shouldn't blame others for how her career has advanced. I finally contacted my fiancé and asked her to meet me so we could talk. Apparently both her parents and her sister took my side on the matter. Important for later. She had fled her parents' house and was living with a friend. I told her I loved her and explained how I didn't mean to imply that she squandered her potential irreversibly and told her that I believe we can fix things if we work together. I apologized for my ill-tasted comment 
and I repeatedly told her that my point was never to demean or disdain her, and that I do not consider her to be below me. I tried to explain that none of us obstructed her journey to success and that we do not bear accountability for her academic path, but we are all here to support her. I encouraged her to try whatever she thinks is best right now and promised that I'd support her emotionally and financially and she can make any dream of hers happen and we can finally move on. I expected to meet in the middle ground, acknowledge our respective mistakes and work together to grow our relationship, but I was met with silence at first. A chuckle and then she told me that I'd patronize her for offering to cover her bills. Followed by her explaining that my support is a way to make myself feel better about my accomplishments as if, and I quote, I can't make it on my fucking own. She concluded that I was trying to manipulate the situation by acting like the good guy and that in reality her current situation, professional and with her parents, is my doing. Now some commenters from my previous post mentioned the above narrative so I was very conflicted on how to answer the above in a non-condescending way and wanted to respect her feelings. The best thing I could think of was recommending couples therapy as per your recommendation but she declined saying that throw more money away won't make up for the emotional neglect. I couldn't answer here, mainly because I was on the verge of crying. After a few minutes of silence, I suggested ending the relationship and she instantly agreed. Thank you all for your comments. They certainly added to me seeing things more spherically and made me a better person than before. And, you know, I kind of think that this was the best possible outcome for OP in this situation. It sounded like OP was in a no-win situation. He says... She was saying that he was neglecting her, yet also supporting her to patronize her. Yeah, and this is after like a 15-year relationship. If she can't see that he's trying to support her now, then I can't see it ever happening. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And our next story is from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit with an update as well from existing narwhale 742 and says, Am I the Arsehole for telling my girlfriend I want to spend our date alone with her, not with her sister and nieces? I, 28 female, have been with my girlfriend, 28 female, for over six years now due to her mental health. We haven't had a chance to go on a date in a very long time. I've invited her out multiple times, but she always refuses, which again, I fully understand why. We finally planned to go to my favorite park and have dinner afterwards, which she offered to pay for, and I was so excited to finally spend quality time with her. We live together and spend time together indoors, but it isn't the same as going out on a date, so I was really looking forward to it. 
She decided to visit her sister and nieces yesterday and stay the night, which I thought was lovely. We haven't seen each other in a while, so it's not a problem. So this morning I had a shower as we planned to meet for lunch at the park. She checks in with me to make sure that everything is still good and then messages me to tell me she invited her nieces and sister along as they would love to go to the park. I'm a little confused as I thought this was a date, which I mentioned and she said that spending time with the girls would make the date even better for her. Now, I do not have an issue with going to the park with them. Honestly, if this was just a random park trip, I would have said bring them along anyway as that would have been nice, but this was supposed to be a date. So I explained to her that I wanted to spend quality time with her today and I wish she asked me first before inviting anyone along. She got upset and starts saying that the girls will always come first and that she hadn't spent any quality time with them at all this week, but has done so with me. In my eyes, a date is very different to spending time alone at home. We had a little argument, but I made it clear to her that my issue isn't the fact that we're going to spend time with the girls that day. I love spending time with them and her sister, but that this was supposed to be a date. I said we could have just rescheduled the date and had a park outing with them today instead, but she was telling me that I'm selfish and that she can't believe how I'm such a terrible person. She then said this word for word. If we had planned a candlelight dinner by the beach or something and they want to go, they can. If you want to date me, you should get used to them crashing our dates. I have not yet replied to her message. I feel as though that it's important that it's just me and her, otherwise it isn't a date. And at that moment, I don't feel special to her or valued as a partner. And I should now go into every date with the expectation that she will bring someone along with her. She has now cancelled as she showed her sister our messages. And they said they don't want to go out now because of this mess. I spoke to my sister and she agrees with me that a date is between the couple, not family. So Reddit, am I the arsehole when I said I wanted to spend our date with just her and not anyone else? To me, it just sounds like she doesn't value you in this relationship. She's already told you that you're not a priority in her family, her nieces and her sister will always come before you. And she called you a selfish and a terrible person for wanting to go out on a date with her one-on-one. That would have me seriously questioning everything. But someone says, not the arsehole, and I think it's time to move on. Six years is a lot of time to have wasted on someone who doesn't see you as a priority. Adrenaline says, not the arsehole, this is very concerning. Her saying that no matter how romantic or private a date is, these children will be welcome to crash is really disrespectful to you and your relationship. This is not normal. She's not even saying if there was something urgent they would take priority. Of course, if she needed to cancel a date because the kids needed her, and then that's one thing. But saying that in any situation she'd rather spend time with these children than you makes me think she doesn't really value you as a romantic partner. There should be enough time for her to spend some outings with her sister and their kids, but also to prioritize you and your relationship sometimes too. By refusing to do that, it feels like she's saying your relationship is unimportant to her. Obviously, this is a small snapshot of your relationship, but it's definitely something that needs further thinking about and discussion. The Holiday Armadillo says, not the arsehole, it's a huge red flag that she doesn't respect you enough to spend quality one-on-one time together. It's great she has a good relationship with her family, but for her to basically insinuate that your relationship has no value is really an arsehole move on her part. So Opie leaves their first little update in the comments and says, hey everyone, so super quick update. I decided to go for a walk by myself to the park and I enjoyed it. 
Of course, I would have preferred to be there in different circumstances, but I didn't want to just stay home and wallow in self-pity. I got back home just under an hour ago and spent this time thinking about what to do. And after reading all your messages, I just wanted to thank you all for the support. I'm glad to know I wasn't just making a big deal out of nothing as I was starting to believe. I, of course, do not want to be a low priority in any relationship and will speak to her about it when she gets home. I still haven't responded to her messages or prefer to speak in person, which I will do when she gets home from her sister's house. A few notes to answer some questions. No, she does not work due to the intense therapy she receives. I won't go into detail about her issues as it's not my place to say. As mentioned above, she is currently going through DBT therapy, which has been helping a lot, hence why we're able to finally schedule a time for the date today. I do support her financially, but she's also helped me out too many times as she does receive her own form of income. She even offered to pay for dinner today, so it definitely is not just one way. I highly doubt she is just with me for money. No, she does not have kids of her own, only her two nieces, female three and female five. I will make a full update once again, once I have spoken to her properly. In the meantime, I will do something for myself and do some gardening. Once again, thank you for all the support. So as I said, OP did come in with the update and says, just want to start with thanking everyone who commented on my original post. I was honestly not sure whether I was in the right or in the wrong. It helps so much to be validated, so thank you all again. A lot has happened since I made my first post, so I try to condense it as much as I can. After reading your comments and realizing I actually do have a reason to want to spend a date alone with my girlfriend, I decided to try and talk to her when she got home and also explain a few things to her that I did not realize myself until reading your comments. Sometimes it's hard to get your point across properly through text, so it's always best to speak face to face. When my girlfriend came home later that day, I tried to talk to her but she blew up and nothing really was solved. I tried again the next day and it went pretty much the same way. She was denying she had done anything wrong and telling me I was the one in the wrong. Eventually, I told her that I couldn't do this anymore or be with someone who thinks that what she did was okay. I think this sent her into a panic because she became even more verbally aggressive to the point I just left the convo and didn't talk to her. We barely spoke for a few days while I tried to figure out what to do until she came to me and asked to talk. She explained that she had thought about what I had said to her when she came home and understood why I was upset. I then found out that her sister had been feeding her a lot of hate about me and explained that because of her mental health condition, she can be very easily manipulated into a certain viewpoint, which I honestly do see. She apologized and I did tell her how hurt I was by everything and it will take a long time to get over this, to which she said she understood. Some of you suggested placing boundaries in the relationship. I brought this up in the conversation, suggested a few boundaries and she has agreed to and respects this, which I was quite shocked to hear. Since that day, things have been okay between us and we have been taking things slow. She has also come to the realization that the relationship she has with her sister is extremely toxic and how manipulative she is. A fight happened between them a few days ago. I don't really have the space to go into detail, but it really put into perspective how narcissistic and manipulative she is. My girlfriend has since again apologized to me for everything and I've accepted her apology. I can see how she was being manipulated by her sister. I'm not sure what will happen moving forward, but just wanted to give an update as people have been asking to let you guys know how things between my girlfriend and I have now been sorted. Thank you all again for your comments on my first post. It really did help with resolving the situation. I just hope that my girlfriend doesn't get sucked back into her sister's way of thinking again. 
We will just have to wait and see. And I think it's fair to say there were some concerns in the comments still about this relationship, especially when OP mentioned that she was becoming verbally aggressive to the point that she had to leave the conversation and didn't talk to her. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Forsaken Wolverine 444, who says, am I the asshole for demanding respect from my daughter-in-law? And if she can't, then get the fuck out. I'm a young mother-in-law. I'm only 39. I have my kids pretty young and I am very lucky that my husband makes a lot of money so I don't have to work. I was a stay-at-home mum for a long time and once they started to spread their wings, instead of going to work, my husband and I decided I would be a homemaker and be active in the community. That's what I have been up to and I tried to make the community a better place. And my oldest son, 22, married and I was really excited until I met her. In general, she is a very business-focused person that is very blunt. I actively dislike her, but I try to be polite for my son's sake. A few examples of why I don't like her. A wedding gift I handed over saying it was from me and my husband. She responded back with, just your husband since I know it wasn't your money that paid for it. Saying I am volunteering well, that's not a real job since it doesn't make money. It's passive-aggressive and yes, I've talked to my son about it and even once with her to try to clear the air. We had a get-together last night and I made a homemade meal. When I was plating everything, she came up and, and made the comment, no wonder I could make a home-cooked meal, I don't do anything else with my day. I lost it and told her that she needs to respect me or get the fuck out of my house. She was shocked and then started to cry when I did kick her out. My son is pissed and we had a huge argument and he called me a huge arsehole. I need an outside opinion. So Bean Fiddler asks info, what is your and your husband's emotional and financial relationship with your oldest son and your other children? How old is your husband? What did your daughter-in-law say or do at your first meeting that made you actively dislike her? Why were you really excited until you met her? OP says, we are very well off. My husband is more the no worse type and I am the one that was the emotional relationship. I thought our relationship was pretty good. My husband is three years older than me. We first met at a restaurant and I went to pay. It was a big bill. She commented how I can afford it since I don't work. That started the Snyder remarks from then on about me using my husband's money. I was excited due to only having boys and I thought it would be nice to have another woman in the family. I was hoping to invite her to do stereotypical girl activities like the spa but I never did because the comments started real quick. Uncle Lasorda says not the arsehole. Wow, she's a total arsehole. Just because you don't conform to her business-focused personality doesn't mean you've done anything wrong. What you and your husband have works for the two of you, and you volunteer for the community. Whether it pays or not doesn't take away from your commitment and responsibility you show to others. Daughter-in-law is a piece of work. What does husband say to all of this? Opie says, my husband hates her. I had to drag him to the wedding. Only so it wouldn't destroy his and our kids' relationships. Some people questioning on this one, is there some missing context here? But you know, assuming we're not missing context, of course, absolutely not the arsehole in this situation. Why would you tolerate that in your own house? And you know me, I always try to get in people's heads and I'm trying to get into that wife's head and thinking, why would you do this? Why would you just be actively bloody rude? And why is the son defending it? But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What would you do in that situation? Maybe you have a different take on the matter let us know your thoughts down in the comments below 
And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved as always. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.